four minutes early we're gonna do a little pre-show i was chit chat i was in uh one of the uh great sentence ralph yes i was one of the extras in the eminem movie so i know how to you mean eight mile banana 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 the eminem movie is that the one that got banned from tucker carlson or are you Uh, talking about uh, like (laughs) eight mile uh he banned everything but it was eight mile okay Okay, oh, I don't know what these guys know. are talking about, but I was I'd thinking like of to take a moment to say g'day to all my fans out there. Good day, good day. All right, I I'll don't know. Tucker it. banning a movie? Yeah, no, that... no, no, no. Don't you remember he was really salty about the uh, Eminem with the shoes or so? I forget, but it, oh, like, we're talking, he's talking about literal chocolate. M&Ms, by the I'm way, talking about chocolate. The the chocolatey kind. This is the show, right? Talking about chocolate news. Talking about the chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate Today name. we are only going to talk about chocolate. Today's fat. sponsor is Tazon Day with Chocolate Rain. <laughs> hey, see, people are saying g'day back to me. G'day, everybody. G'day. I know my fans are here. They're here in spades. It's a beautiful thing. Well, one of them works at VHS. The other one's called Phone Account. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> all right. Ah, ooh, I worked out today. I got to flex a little bit. Oh, he's been working out mm. too. Wow, yeah. really came to show show everything he's got. <laughs> he cut a hair. He worked out. Hey, props man, for I cut the self care, right man. Can you see? It's shorter. <laughs> props for the self care. It's uh, I, I think it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's been a very very long time since I've been on the news, so I'm here. So yeah, you, I'm you made it. We've we've actively been trying to hide the link from you so uh, i feel like there's a lot of throwback (laughs) articles this week's a lot of throwback this is this we're going back to 1990 this This is seriously like this Uh is actually like the news is is just straight out of 1995 i I was reading it i was like this is my time to shine this is i know (laughs) i feel like i should have done my homework (laughs) can we put a deep deep music First yeah. season. I was only watching it this last um, couple of weeks last weekend, so I've been Move on a 90210 binge. Yeah. Colorful 90s. Mm. They were I'm very going, colorful. I'm going, I'm going to go do my homework. I'm pulling up the link. Oh. Well, 90210? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to watch 90210 live on the show. <laughs> don't, even, don't pull up the links and just guess like the top three attacks from the 90s. Ah, stop, browser, stop. No, it's early 90s. It's more like early 2000s. It, yeah, early 2000s, yeah. It's this the aughts. We're, we're in the aughts. If, if you have an early aughts bingo card for security, definitely fill it out before we roll the finger because you're going to hit all of them. So are we going to uh, excel at smashing the stack for fun and profit? Yeah. Ooh, night. Now. Yeah. You like that? Did you hear that? Ooh, you got, got frack. Did you just get frack on me? <laughs> Hold on, let me let me type in this C exploit code from a magazine, hand by hand, <laughs> <or like laughs> character by character, because yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. You guys don't know you about know? Git? What, what what's going yeah. on? You know what? You I'm gonna stop seven you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get, get get his facissies, man. Come on, let's bring up the finger, oh, folks. Let's Roll do this. That beautiful finger. Roll the finger. I gotta find it. They move things around Ooh, on here. Ryan! Oh, oh no, Ryan's been gone. He lost the finger. He lost the finger. We got run. Oh, run. No. Run. I got it. I got it. Here, here right. we go. All right. Oh no.
Welcome to another edition of Black Hills Information Security, talking about news. I am joining this week from an undisclosed location. We have a number of different stories. Um, I'm going to say probably the most notable is the passing of Kevin Mitnick. We'll start out with that. Um, but as we were joking about, it really is like a throwback to like the old school days of hacking, whenever you have cold fusion and the Citrix ADC gateway exploits and all those different things. But it's also the week that we have a couple of 9.8 CVEs. We still haven't gotten the perfect 10 yet. Oh. We're going to be waiting on that one for a while. <laughs> I am joined this week by my illustrious prep cast and crew that tends to rotate all the time. Um, we have the CFO, CSO at Costco is joining us. Uh, Corey, good to see you. <laughs> man and Joff with jazz hands. We appreciate that. BSD, it is damn good to see you, sir. Been hanging out. Uh, Bronwyn is here as long as Starlink X, X satellite, Starlink X. Everything's X in this guy's mind. <laughs> it's just a fact. Um, it's it SpaceX, which owns Starlink. That's it. Ah, there we go. It's going to follow the letters. Starlink X. Uh, Ryan is back. And, and folks, we missed Ryan because Ian, as much as we love him, he doesn't make us look and sound and feel as good as Ryan does. So, Ryan, <laughs> good to have you back, sir. And speaking of looking good, Wade is on, sir. Thank you very much for joining. The return um, of the mustache is imminent. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should it have was prophesied. That is your name. Honestly, you really missed it. Yeah, I can feel I also like how his audio doesn't work, so I yes. can just dub in. Yeah, yes, totally I like mustaches. Say anything he's going to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, work really? for the government. They require mustache growth in the first three months. <laughs> Tales from the Highway Patrol of logs. I'm trying to fit in at work. Uh, Everyone else has mustache. Do you know how fast your logs were going? You're going to have to slow down. You're going to have to slow those down. I what is the, what is, do you have any idea, sir, what your EPS was? <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's yeah, let's start wanna, off with i want to start, I start yeah. off, I talk about mitnick um yeah. i think it's interesting yeah. um, you know I, I i knew mitnick i wouldn't say it was like a super good friend of his but i do have a story i remember whenever i was at um one of the derby cons um i think it was like two or three he uh he was just there kind of in front of the booth and he was just signing books and like any other swag that people would give him and one of the things that I that I really loved about Kevin Mitnick is how warm he was with his fans and uh, how he would sit there no matter who it was that was talking to them and honestly would make them feel like they were the most important person that he was talking to at that time. And his patience of being able just to sit and talk with people for like an hour or so. Uh, some people would say it was his ego. You know, he just loved people idolizing him, which, you know what, there's lots of people with the ego that are assholes whenever they're talking to their fans, but he would sit there for the longest time and shake hands with everybody and talk with everybody. And it wasn't just this issue of you're lead, you're not lead. He was just out there. He was doing it, talking to people. Um, I also remember whenever he got out of prison, um, I think it was DEF CON, he was walking around and there was these bumper stickers that were like, put Kevin back uh, that people had on their computer systems. And I remember Kevin grabbed one of those and put it on his back because he had a, a good self-deprecating sense of humor. And, uh, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, I think there's a lot of people that got into the industry because of it, right? Reading his books. Um, yeah, though- I feel like he was an inspiration mm-hmm. to many and, and kind of popularized. He was probably the first, mm-hmm. like, really popular, like, first-name basis hacker, I feel like. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think he's a complicated dude with a complicated legacy, right? I mean, he went to prison, he came out, 
and starting up no before and all those different things. But I, I just constantly remember the joy he had in talking to everybody at all levels of computer security and everything else aside that people may or may not have as far as his opinions and things like that, that that's something that's admirable and we should all try to emulate it as much as possible. So that's my Rest, Kevin in, pa- Rest in peace. The, Rest the Kevin packets? Yeah. Rest I feel packet. like I can talk about publicly. I'm not going to John, none of us are as cool <laughs> as you would have a Mitnick story. <laughs> okay, so, all right. Well, I got one more. I got, I got one. I got more. one. Um, so I used to, whenever I was teaching for SANS, I used to say, if somebody can get me a signed copy of Satomo Shimomura's book, uh, uh, Take Down the Pursuit and Capture of Kevin Mitnick, signed by Kevin Mitnick, I will give him like $100. And uh, Kevin came up, and I don't know if someone gave him the book at the conference or whatever it was. <laughs> But somewhere in my boxes, I have a signed copy of Take Down the Pursuit and Capture of Kevin Mitnick by Satomo Shimamura, signed by Kevin Mitnick. And uh, <laughs> once again, class act on that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now is the time to cash in on eBay if you have no soul. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things that. that's never going away. And my kids, no. after I would be like, what the hell is this? You know, that's, really- that's a legacy piece. That's yeah. definitely yeah. something that's part All of your right, legacy. Wade. Wait, no, yeah. Wade went away. Wade went away again. He waiting for you. I want. I, I told him I could hear him, and he's like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, oh, I'm here. Wait, I'm no. here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell, yeah. Tell us your story. Tell us your. Oh no, I met him at a con, and I had no clue who he was. And I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And we're just talking to him, and then he didn't even <laughs> introduce himself or anything, and uh, yeah. it was pretty funny. Afterwards, I'm like, "Oh, I think I knew that guy." And then I looked him up, and I was like, "Well, I did know that guy." Was he wearing a Def Leppard shirt? Uh, I don't remember what Def he was Leopard. wearing. Yeah, he was always just jeans, <laughs> Def Leppard shirts. So I want to add Google one other thing yeah. about this, and we talked about it. I, I might have been last. No, we talked about one of the webcasts. Is I was one of the things that I was actually really proud of. If we can take one bit of light from this, is the number of people in the InfoSec community, even ones that either Kevin had rubbed the wrong way, or they didn't know him like you know you. They didn't have any personal interactions or whatever it was. They still said, hey, you know, this is a man who, like, like was said, impacted the industry, uh, affected a lot of people, uh, had a huge kind of, uh, he was huge in kind of the zeitgeist of information security. And then also, you know, is a husband and, and was going to be a father here soon. And mm-hmm. all of them said, no matter what, you know, we should, we should think of this person and, and their contributions and what they've left behind. And I was like, oh my gosh, the InfoSec community almost sounds like it's maturing. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so Not on this show, Ian. All no, right. So, no, okay. So, not. to bring a bit of levity back into the conversation, who's going to play him in the Netflix adaptation of his biopic? Uh, okay. Jonah so, Hill. just so you know, just so you know, I got this. I got this. Oh. Skeet Ulrich played him in the, oh, in the movie, uh, which you can yeah. see. I hear he's available for acting gigs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Can we get Skeet Ulrich? Yeah. Okay. So who uh, should we do a GoFundMe or what? No. Okay. Too soon. We need to make it happen. Yeah. So. All right. Let's move on. There's a there's a uh, hack from the Kevin Mitnick days. Cold Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> if that was on your early aughts bingo card, fire you, up Metasploit and type DB Autopone, and we'll go. You, you're gonna win every time when it comes to Cold Fusion. <laughs> hey, D, DB, DB Autopone got me a job, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, what? I, I can't believe this article isn't like January seventeenth, two thousand. Yeah, I checked the date twice just to make sure. Yeah, so wow. about the cold fusion 
how much it's is serialization? So okay, how let's let's serialization. <laughs> before we just make fun of it, before we make fun of it, oh, it's like, actually an access control bypass CVE twenty twenty three 9.8, um, almost a perfect. And it's 10. a remote code Bingo. execution. Classic. You can't just go for one. You got to go for two. Mm-hmm. You got to do mm-hmm. access control bypass and and remote awesome. code execution. Yeah. yeah. So, so was somebody just like, you know what? I'm gonna give it one more shot. You know. Uh, I got. I got to see if we can do it again. So, and, and look at the market share. I think that somebody had to. I actually think it was an admin. Here's what I think happened. I think yeah. that there was an admin who was still maintaining a cold fusion instance, and, and he, he wanted to get rid of it. <laughs> and every time he goes to his boss, uh, it's always boss like, "If it ain't broke, don't fix it." That's what mm-hmm. I say. And he's like, "Epic, uh, I'm going to bring this down." Um, so, cold fusion. Some statistics. Websites using Cold Fusion are 214,385, which I think is a lot of websites to be running Cold Fusion I, by accident. I thought Dude, it's still, it's still supported. Here's the other thing that's yeah. crazy is there's, you know what this affects? It affects Cold Fusion 2023 stable release. You know what the wildest yeah. part is? I thought you were going to say 200,000 times more likely to get hacked. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's exactly what I, I, was, you I was going for. I, I just, you you want to know the scary thing though, John? The last web development gig I had was a cold fusion, fusion shop. Right, you told me about that. Yeah, so it's sorry. it's part it's part of my talk because of how we had to do a mm. three integer upgrade when <laughs> Adobe killed support for all pre Adobe versions mm. of of cold fusion, and it was. Our, our entire revenue stream was through online sales and it would have killed us if we lost SSL support, which is exactly what would have happened. I think we, we got that done with two or three weeks to spare. It was horrible. It was horrible. And, you know, cold fusion is a language. I know people like to diss on it, but as a development language, it's not that hideous. And yeah. it's also like COBOL. It's going to be around forever. See, that's the thing, I, Bronwyn, right there. I am mm-hmm. absolutely convinced that a week from now we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about all the government agencies that were hacked through the cold fusion vulnerability. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Probably, yeah, it's that's probably cold true. Fusion underneath, it just if, looks prettier nowadays. You know what? If I see that out. pop up in the news feed, I'll be like, John called it. <laughs> he called <laughs> Like, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. That's not a lot of systems. Uh, go ahead. We, yeah. No, I was going to say what we're going to find out is the thing last week from Microsoft that the mm. thing that printed the certificates was actually a Cold Fusion Ooh, web server. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would be. Yeah. It makes no other sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I mean, the, the fact that people are still using Cold Fusion is proof there are companies that still don't have any security people. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I know. I. Yeah. I keep my cold fusion on my exchange server as well. Yeah. Just to uh, you gotta run it on the same site. <laughs> you run it on the same site, it actually triples. Yeah, it. you gotta run cold. it on the same site. And cold reminds me of a web based Emacs. It's an OS within the OS. Yeah. So okay. I, I think about so, Adobe supporting this. Like who are the poor developers at Adobe that are still like charged with writing? John, they're not poor. <laughs> also, yeah, well, so I'm pretty sure. They're not rich either, Florida man. I'm well, telling you. Hold on. I'm telling you that Adobe Cold Fusion is definitely included with everyone's cloud subscription already. Yeah, so you already did have. You just, did you just call it Adobe Cobalt or Cobalt, Cobalt Fusion? I did, Cobalt but that's Fusion. even better. 
That's yeah. what they should replace it with. Cobalt fusion. It's just Cobalt like we went fusion. back. We went back even more. We, we're going. Right. We're just going to keep iterating backwards. Uh, I thought Cobalt Fusion was that whole uh, movie they've been promoting on the socials. Oppenheimer. Well, no, it, I think it, that's it. Be, it'd, be great. it'd be great because the software product could that's then uh, double as a, as a clean energy source. That's what? a nuclear Spectrum. reaction, not atomic. Yeah. Oh. All right, let's talk. So, about okay, to follow, let's... yeah, follow the follow the stream of Wade talking about how it's on his exchange server. And, you know, <laughs> let's let's give people more ammunition to go back on prem because Microsoft's exchange online has been uh, hit out, by a new outage down. Mm. Uh, what? The Wait, email well, down? That's they said they talked about on. the exchange in that uh, the cert thing last week. Right. Like mm -hmm. there there was talks of exchange in that online. Is exchange online? I couldn't online... believe I was like, OK. Am I stupid? It's just O365. It's just okay. I wasn't sure if it was the same or if it was different. I had to do the exact same research. I had no clue. I hate how the articles they don't they're not consistent with this stuff. Is it Office 365? Is it is is it Exchange Services in Azure? Like what the hell is this? So yes, they just spent up another Azure instance for everyone. Yeah. So this one. I wanted to ask a question about this. It's clearly been a bad couple of weeks for Microsoft's team. There's no question. But one of the one of the responses to this was all of our clients are effective Tuesday morning from hell. And I'm sure that that's like an MSP that said that. And I have to ask, is it? I mean, if you're an MSP and Microsoft is down, that quote right there, and Microsoft is down, is your Tuesday morning the Tuesday morning from hell? Because if we're going back to cold fusion, break. old school stuff, let's talk about this, right? We, we've got mm -hmm. to talk about it. We've got a bunch of gray beards here um, and gray hairs here. I remember whenever shit went down, like right in the early 2000s, and it was broken, and a patch was like two, three months out, you would have to reverse engineer it, or you'd have to do some weird kernel stuff in the, in the Linux kernel to try to get something to work. That mm -hmm. was hell. With cloud, no, you just like, reboot. You just reboot, yeah, John. With cloud, you just wait, right? You're just like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh man, it's hell this morning. At Is least it? The only one. <laughs> it? It depends. <laughs> it depends. I mean, back again when I was in the cold fusion shop, mm -hmm. when uh, AWS had one of their network guys fat fingered a command and took down the mm -hmm. entire East Coast, the dom domino effect of things failing broke all of our systems. And so, yeah, it's it's easy to say that things will just come back up if you wait long enough, but that's not necessarily the case because a True. lot of small and medium-sized companies, all of their web services are put together with duct tape, bailing wire, and bubble gum. Come on, mm -hmm. uh, that's true. I'm having I'm having Windows NT flashbacks right now. It's just speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it took us it took us a couple of weeks to find where everything failed because even yeah. though theoretically it was only we were only using an S3 bucket to hold heavy uh -huh. files so that we didn't get hit with the bandwidth uh ding from our, our provider, still there were things that relied on those assets and we had no idea about the dependencies until it AWS went, went offline. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that that's definitely some truth, right? There's no question. But you know, talking about like the NT days, right? BSD, uh, you remember yeah. whenever you're studying for your MCSEs back then, 
if there was ever an answer that was add more memory or reboot the system, that was always 100% of the time the correct answer on that question. Uh -huh. right? uh, well, <laughs> you do know what RAM stands for, right, John? It yeah, isn't random access memory. It's rarely adequate memory. Rarely adequate memory, right? Well, so, especially with this Chrome here. Well, Kill see, they've moved that to the cloud, and now it's rarely adequate licensing. Because you have to pay <laughs> for the licensing. Yeah. Yeah. We need to add more RAL to it. I, I think I think yeah. Corey just coined something new. It's not RAM yeah. anymore. Yep. It's RAL. We need to the add licensing more is never <laughs> enough. Yeah, if you're not subscribed to the yeah. no, the nine the five nines mm -hmm. premium plus e five e five nine license, then uh, you're gonna you're gonna have <laughs> see to the way to get your proper see? logging as well. Ryan took it well, took it in the comments before I could say it. That just download more RAM. You're good. Yeah. 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 Windows, Windows NT is the reason why I moved to Apache one three. That that's um, dude. It I, hurt you. It cut you I deep. Yes. So I applied a Microsoft recommended patch to Windows NT's web. It was a web server. I was running IIS. Applied the patch. No problem. Came back up to a blue screen. I had to restore from tape. Thank God I had Amanda. Oh my God. I restored from Amanda and I said I had had it. That was it for me. That was enough. I said, it is out of here. We're going to put Apache on this thing. I know it was a, I was running Slackware on, <laughs> I, was run, I, I booted up Slackware and put Apache 1.3 on there and moved the website over there. I couldn't take it no more. That See, was my I introduction love, to Apache. I love, if you, I love that you can tell people that have been hurt like a long time ago because you got the actual <laughs> version number, right? You're like, look at his eyes as he's telling the story. This is PTSD. Open up to us. It's part of a PTSD recovery process. But you, yeah, for those that don't know, we get from that version number. If you go far enough back, he actually used to be named BSOD Bandit. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we had to drop that BSOD when he switched. Uh, I, I, yeah. Hey, I still have my AOL address. I'm Go holding on. Awesome. Going, John, going back oh, to your yeah. original question, though, I, I think truth. I'm like immediately speaking of PTSD. I'm going back to my days being in a call center doing work for Dell, but I didn't work for Dell. I worked for the call center company. And I uh, think for MSPs, dude, you're getting it down. Yeah, it really was. Uh, I worked there when that campaign was out. <laughs> um, so no, I think for them, it really is kind of you know hell because all their customers are flooding their contact lines, and there's nothing they can do. It's just a flood of. Oh, I, I wish I had that as an option back in the day. Like it's mm -hmm. just like John, why is the server down? It's like oh, you know, yeah, wait. but but wait, yeah. wait, how are they going to complain with no email? Problem solved. Mm. I remember there was a server down at the private interior. Um, I was on I was on security, but I was still on one of the teams because I was being blamed for the server to go down. Um, it was actually a clustered domain controller, and I may have told this story, but we had this guy. Uh, we always referred to him as Indiana Hamill. He had this Indiana Jones hat, and he had these bright white sneakers, and he had a full like full cutout cardboard of Xena Warrior Princess in his office, and. He comes no in. red flags at all <laughs> whatsoever in the story. I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on with this server, right? And this dude just walks into the so into the knock, and we have these two rack mounted domain controllers out, and the the you know the hoods are popping. The over. lids are up, man. The lids are up, and and they're running. We're just like, what the hell? And he just kind of comes in, and it's like. Dur -dur 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 -dur, and just like walks up, and he's like, sometimes with these servers. The memory comes un unseated, and you gotta pop it out and pop it back in again. Reaches in, oh. pulls the freaking memory out of one of them, 
while it's Holy running. And those are the flashbacks I think about that I'm just like, this is so bad. Like oh and when God. someone's like, oh, I don't know. I've just got a lot of calls of angry customers. It's like, that's, so, okay, that's so downtime at a whole new level. Let me hop on my segue real quick. So downtime is bad, but imagine having a hundred thousand dollar fine every day. Oh That's my god! Meta we talk, moving on to Meta. Let's now, move on. I, I would love to play that game with you, and I would love if, if I was making Meta money because well, hundred thousand so, so dollars a day isn't that big of a deal. It, yeah. So okay, a hundred k a day, but which is what thirty six million a year or something. But here's the thing: that's in Norway. So they probably are just going to shut down Norway unless they're making 36 <laughs> mil in Norway. <laughs> I don't know. And they also mentioned uh, the lawyers in this article. They talked about how they're trying to coordinate with the EU. And I thought Ireland as well. Yeah, Ireland's data regulator as well. It's basically said that they can't, they cannot gather user data for behavioral advertising, which I think is awesome. This is one of those things we've been talking about that keeps coming up whenever we go into a privacy bent in this show, where we talk about how are we going to fix the privacy issues with you know Google and Microsoft and uh, Meta and things like that. And the EU is basically saying, yeah, you cannot use behavioral data for targeted advertisements against people. And I don't know where this is going to go. I mean, Norway, absolutely. They may just be like, well, we're done in Norway. But can they afford to walk away from the EU completely? Yeah, I feel like yeah. Norway isn't. Is, wait, is Norway part of the EU? Yes, Does I anyone think they, know? Uh, Let's say they Norway, are. It says in the article, Norway is a member of the European single market, but not technically. They're part of the right. trade. They can trade. Okay, so okay. trade only. So, okay, here's Which 50, is better 50 than the UK. <laughs> on, on, one hand, on one hand, if they ditch Facebook in Norway, Great for you, Norway. You're you're already the happiest company or country in the country, world. You're yep, probably you're just gonna be even more you're so. gonna be even happier. Other Only option, if they ditch. Yeah. They fix the privacy issues, then everyone sets their Facebook location to Norway. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna do, do it right now. I'm gonna change my name to Schwarn Schlanger or something. I'm gonna have so many like dots and things above my letters. Uh, yeah. name, gonna I'm gonna be so happy and have government government sponsored child care and prisons that are nicer than airbnb and your name gets to look like it's motley crew cj in norway right now we should ask him if he has facebook could could you just imagine facebook team hunting people like you down i can't believe they're getting around our ad yeah i i would i i honestly believe that the facebook like team is like oh look they're using a vpn how cute how cute Nice. My my question here is in looking in the article, and I'm just kind of skimming through it to see if I missed it. Uh-huh. Do they give any sort of how long they will do this? Because generally with most fines, they're like, hey, listen, if you've got something you got to roll back, you're paying $100,000 a day, and that is a punitive fine to get them to make changes. But at what point does the fine go up? Because the way I read this is Facebook's like, we've got a 1.2 million herring a year thing we have to pay to do business in Norway. Yeah, well, a... they're called crowns, first of all, not herrings. Okay. That's Icelandic. Ooh. Herrings is Icelandic currency. Yes, okay? They're not loonies and toonies either. But, right? Yeah, basically, uh, it ends November 3rd, and I don't know if it goes up. I think it just ends. So it's actually kind just of ends? interesting. Like, Do they end? We're going to fine you for this long, and then after that, mm, you just keep doing what you're doing. At, this, at that says, point, you won. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a okay, spirit. wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Okay, it does say 
that if they do not comply, they risk a coercive fine of up to one million crowns per day. Oh, oh, no. oh that's wow. good. All right, so now we're now we're getting into money that might actually make Facebook pay attention. I mean, yeah, I don't know what Norwegian krona, crowns are. Uh, it's it's krona literally or one million crowns is a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, right. so it's up to the max. Okay, so basically, it looks, like the, it looks like in the article there is that is that is I thought that was the the euro symbol in front of that. No, no, I don't know. They got the crowns and they have a dollar sign. No, I don't know, but you know what? Let's go back to two thousand six. <laughs> Because there's a new critical flaw in Citrix ADC. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, we are just going through the time warp. Hey, I, I thought I thought they didn't they just like completely wipe these products off the face no, of the planet like years still ago? Still actively no, used no. pretty hard. Like I know, but ADC dead, and but... Gateway. I thought Gateway oh, yeah. was dead. No, am I I don't know. I mean Apparently not. How else no, did we email? And I can tell you why it's not. <laughs> Uh, when they originally went to their like fully cloud managed kind of instance for for gateway for desktops or for applications, the cost per user license for the the people that they were trying to get out of the on prem kind of licensing model was ridiculous. So really, they're just waiting for those to age out, but they're not they are not gone. All um, right, then I'm going to go buy this exploit because it looks like a nice little lollipop <laughs> on the dark web. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. even has six stars. Fits. According six to this website, out of five, it's, amazing. it's six out of five stars. Wow, an extra star! What? And this is it? another yet again nine point eight. Oh, well, John, if you pay for CVE Premium, you never get a ten. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is insufficient licensing. Yeah. You don't think yeah. Citrix is subscribed? They're Citrix is a premium as, member. Oh, they're definitely a premium member. They don't. Yeah, they don't the more vulnerabilities you have, the better, more likely you are. To yeah. I kind of want to make a fake Disney Plus logo that just says exploit with the little plus at the end now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to exploit. We'll plus. try to get our hands on this because all of our customers. Everybody's got really Citrix good lawyers. Still. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I do a lot of parody stuff, and the one thing I won't go near for the most part is Disney. <laughs> yeah. They'll come Don't for you. Don't want to mess with the Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. with, oh, yeah. with, with, with your children. I just now, with your location, more. Ian, they'll get to you quick, too. Oh, that's yeah. the worst mm -hmm. part. They could drive. <laughs> they will pause the Citrix part. conversation like, like an hour ago. Um, Twitter was taking the name off the building in San Francisco, uh, but they didn't get a permit. So the San Francisco PD has stopped it. <laughs> this is, where, is there an article for this? I need to see this picture. God. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> John, wait, did you, did you see the spot? You know they what? probably had the Ron Swanson permit, which is just a piece of paper that says, I can do what I want. Elon Musk. <laughs> it's just like, I'm capitalism. I can do whatever I want. Do, do we so, want to talk about this? Like, I mean, there's nothing to talk about, but it is fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't just, know, Twitter, Twitter, I feel like Twitter's really big in the Intel space, right? Like, or yeah. just the sharing community. I can't find anything to replace it, and it kind of so sucks, because I don't want to pay for premium to get tweet decks. Well, I mean, dude, there's, yeah, I mean, that's I could, a subjective, that's, well, that's your own personal decision, whether you think it's useful <laughs> or not. There was an article I read yesterday that somebody was tracking InfoSec Twitter, and they were going through all of the data, and like, you know, a lot of the people that were in the InfoSec community. And they said that there was a 75% drop uh, in InfoSec tweets. And they specifically got into tweets associated or X's. Are they X's now? Oh, oh my oh, X's. All my X's. Is, um, is, uh, is Elon just going to do X everything? 
X. Okay. Yeah, sorry. But um, now uh, it's dropped off by like 75%. And this, one of the things that they were talking about in this Medium article was Twitter was kind of the conversation space when new vulnerabilities hit. Somebody, EM, <laughs> said they're now called extras. <laughs> oh, God. 10 out of 10, please come on the show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so look. Look, okay, all the at this point, the excrements, it's just like short form video where if you're running any kind of content creation or whatever, it's all everywhere. You have to be posting to excrements, you have to be posting to threads, yeah. you have to be posting to Mastodon, you yeah. have to be posting to TikTok, you have to be posting to YouTube. It's just like one thing goes everywhere. So I don't think it really matters what platform you are. You're on X. to that month. <laughs> Yeah, LinkedIn is like LinkedIn is over the corner. So, you know I'm what the funny here for you. You know what the funny thing about this? So, um, for those who don't know, Elon uh, started PayPal, right? And he wanted to change the name of PayPal in the early days to while he was the CEO to X. Okay, but at that point, when he tried to change the name of PayPal to X, they kicked him out as the well, CEO because it was a publicly traded company. Yes. There's a few more steps to that, right? So you had X was payment and you had PayPal, right? And they were competing uh -huh. with each other. And Peter Thiel was behind PayPal. I heard a rumor. I don't know if this is true. Maybe someone in the chat can find pictures. But whenever they were getting ready to do the merger, or they were talking to their investors about the merger, uh, Elon picked up Peter Thiel, who they, they hated each other, and a McLaren <laughs> F1. And apparently, Elon decided to try to show off with Peter Thiel in the car. While they were driving there, a oh, rumor God. has a Peter Thiel said, how fast is this thing? And Elon Musk responded with like flooring the car and uh, in traffic, it got sideways because it accelerated that fast. And they T-boned sideways by rear-ending the car in front of them. Oh, and my goodness. The car <laughs> on the way to the meeting. And uh, apparently, like, wrecked and rolled the car, like, beautiful, beautiful McLaren F1. There's only a handful of those. Oh, there we go. There we yeah. go. And, um, and uh, I, I thought his was gray. They got a gold one there. But they wrecked it, and apparently they both walked away. Neither were wearing their seatbelts. They both walked away. Peter Thiel just walked up and got a cab and just went to the meeting. And Elon Musk was a little bit late. And neither of them told the investors that Elon had just wrecked his McLaren F1 uh, from it. So, so there's so no, much. No, he's really there. smart, John. He's no, good at everything, no. including and driving. Think, I'm not certain, but do you guys, do any of you see the glass onion? Yes, not yet. How they had that, that yeah. it looked oh, like a yes, that was yes, a pedestal. Yes, yes. I think I'm not sure, but I think that was a dig and that yeah. was a wrap. That. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So I mean sure. my joke with this is that it has to be named X because all of his children are named stupid things. So I mean it makes sense. Oh, he's obsessed with the letter X. Oh, I read the whole thing about this is <laughs> it goes so much deeper than that. Yeah. So yeah. And for the record, everybody, this has nothing to do with information security. Yeah, we're just running with <laughs> we're just we're just rolling with it. Um, back to the citrus we're just thing. trashing Elon. No, yep. not bad to the citrus thing. That was boring as hell. Let's get something else in here. <laughs> <laughs> what is this cybersecurity labeling? Cybersecurity labeling commission for smart oh, devices? Oh yeah, the, for IoT devices. The is cyber trust mark. Oh my god. Oh my god. What from the FCC? <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, so, well, so I mean, look at the yet? cyber trust mark. This know. is almost as expensive as CVE Platinum. What 
I mean, oh, this but, is... <laughs> and, and, I, and I, they said the quiet part out loud. Like, they literally are like, well, consumers are willing to pay more, more money if there's a sticker that says that it's secure. They'll, they'll pay more money. Oh, my. <laughs> so, I, okay. Okay, but for real, though, I will say this... Okay, well, I'll, I'll take the stupid, uh, you know, maybe partially naive way of looking at this. We've had these NIST standards for a long time of, like, don't have crappy default passwords use encryption blah 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 none of these standards matter if the consumer can't see them or make a decision based on them other than if you're a super nerd and you're like well the fcc id is ic2 and it says it can only emit at five watts so i'm not going to buy this now having something that's visible to consumers is this going to make a difference because if i'm looking at two routers and one says it's try mega speed and one says it's try mega speed but it's also certified by joe biden's ice cream cone then I feel like it's worth buying Ooh. the ice cream cone certified. What do you think? I don't think they'll care. Nobody cares. I think they'll be well, those yeah, fake stickers. They'll be those fake sticker anyway. knockoffs. They'll be they'll no, be those I, stickers I, that just look just quite like it, right? Man. That aren't really it. And they'll I, be on everything. It's just like the recycling symbol. There's like a million there different are a ones lot because of others nothing. So Agreed. Ryan brings up the interesting thing or that a lot of these types of products already have like 5,000 random certifications that are made up on the box that are like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, USB high speed 1.1 certified or whatever. It's like, oh, that sounds good. Good enough for me. Fantastic. Miter attack certified. (laughs) (laughs) You went where it was going to go, right? That I think it really just depends on what the certification program looks like because that's what we saw with Miter attack is that every every company was suddenly like, we detect 100% of Miter attack. We're sort of like, if the thing is like the old EU safe harbor where it's like, will you protect data? Check this box. Your EU safe harbor certified. If they do that, then it's well. It's so okay. So the, I will say that the speculation, the description appears to be very good. It says unique and strong default passwords, data protection, software updates, and incident detection capabilities. All of those things make sense. I'm not sure. You know, they're soliciting public feedback right now. They're trying to curb the growth of botnets. I will say, like, if I get a smart microwave, and it says it's U.S. Cyber Trust certified. I feel like that's a reason for me not to buy the microwave because I don't want a Wi-Fi connected microwave. Right. Do you think they'll have uh, more logging than Windows off the bat? Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. It's funny Corey's telling me he's, he's barely older than like nineteen, and he's telling me. He's a Luddite already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I've been in security for long enough. Hey, I don't I'm want the proud text. owner. I'm the proud <laughs> owner of a dumb car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same here. But I mean, I will say that the it's funny because the cyber trust thing, it, I don't think Windows would make the cut. <laughs> Probably He's like, oh, we can't He's use your product. <laughs> we can't use your product because uh it's not cyber trust certified it's just like windows it's just like <laughs> from, <laughs> i don't think anyone will even use it speaking of products that would not be cyber trust certified do we want to talk about google chronicle virus total wow oh my this is such <laughs> yeah. this is such a weird story like this like i, I had to read it like two three times so Apparently, what happened is an employee, um, let me see. So, an employee accidentally uploaded a CSV file to the platform on June 29th that contained information pertaining to its premium account customers, their names, virus total groups, email addresses, and group administrators. 
And they said it was because, you know, if you pay for um, Google premium, you get the submissions, you get the submissions. So somebody at work was like, hey, this is a really sensitive file of all of our premium customers. I should check it for a vi- virus. A <laughs> like the more you, you think about it, the check more it's, this file. Like, it's like, what the living hell happened here? And not only that, like if you're a premium customer, yeah, somebody has got to has got to sit back and think, how hard would it be for that to happen to us? Right? Sense because this isn't the first time sensitive crap has been uploaded uh to virus total i feel like that's always the warning to all every like entry-level security analyst right like you do not upload anything to virus total unless you know it's already malicious like and then for for virus total to upload something to virus total it's like even then no snitching don't put it on virus (laughs) right exactly i always check my uh password manager to make sure there's no viruses in it by uploading Virus Dear God, do <laughs> not say that, please, because that's going to come back and bite me in the ass. Mr. Strand, I will say though, mentioned in this lawsuit, something that Ralph said on the news. <laughs> right. Okay, if we're talking a sensitive data, though, is a list of emails really sensitive anymore? Like, it's not that hard to just I enumerate would say emails. The administrators would be like the actual, like the not just the I email guess. addresses. It's Intel, it's OSINT, but like, if it'd be much worse if it was like. They accidentally leaked the NSA zero day for whatever. Like okay, that would, so that much would worse. Be worse. That would be worse. I agree. Of all with the that. things, I, yeah. Of all the things. But I, but I think that you have to ask the question again. If you're a customer, if it's that easy for Google Chronicle Virus Total uh, to do that as a mistake, like if you're looking at like DLP, you're worried about all these different privacy regulations. Oh my God! Like there's some serious questions that need to be answered about that as well, right? I see. I see some lawyers deciding to block virus total at the firewall now because of yes. this for deal. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. It's the best thing to do. We're gonna kill. Yeah, they're not playing around. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Funny, the lawyers too, because when when Corey said, you know, is it really you know sensitive? And my immediate response was, depends on the state. <laughs> it, yeah. it really does. The state laws. It depends on who was in there, and if if one of the state attorney generals wants to make a big deal of it. Uh, it doesn't matter. I use ChatGPT now, and you can mm. upload files there, and they definitely <laughs> won't share. Oh my, wait, you use ChatGPT? ChatGPT is my lawyer. Yeah, he's, he's everyone's lawyer. Oh. <laughs> Someone's going to do that. Someone's going to like bring an iPad into a courtroom and be like, this is my lawyer, and it's just ChatGPT. Oh, there's a challenge. No, there's absolutely a challenge out there right now that any court that will allow them to come in and basically give responses from the uh you know from the transcript as as questions mm-hmm. are being asked and let the thing do the you know lawyering uh in in the courtroom there's a challenge to let them do it that they believe that it'll win i can i don't think it's actually open ai i think it's somebody using open ai's platform yeah so open ai has a voice uh mm-hmm. um translation service where it can actually read uh translate uh voice to text and then it feeds that back into the large language model and then it can feed it back out into responses you, you can see what's going go here fun how who wants who wants to choose the next adventure does, does anyone want to go to Ooh. government bad government regulation oh, have, have you got one of those eight balls that we can roll around and it just pops i up do we okay, get yeah. oh wait Right. How oh, about you? About the Chinese oh. ambassador, U.S. ambassador to China was hacked in a Chinese linked spy operation. Boy, oh yeah, got, we can talk about that's that. That's really got to lead to some really uncomfortable meetings. 
<laughs> As in, you're fired. <laughs> Who got well, caught? That's the real question. So looking mm. at the story, all right, so if I'm going through it, it says hackers linked to Beijing access the email account of U.S. Ambassador China Nicholas Burns in an attack that was believed to have been comp- that have compromised at least hundreds of thousands of individual U.S. government emails, according to and then it just fades out because I'm well, not paying. Yeah, you got to pay for Wall Street <laughs> Journal, John. Oh, just change it. Just change you, it hey, to, John, um... you can expense that. John Strand will approve it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how this shit works because I approve for you all. Eric has to approve for me. Oh, <laughs> oh, you have like the hardest approval process. <laughs> you have to double approve. To be fair, he's been process. dealing with that approval process long before BHIS. So let's see. <laughs> John, I've been working on a chat bot for you. It just says approved. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Respond to all, all emails from approvals with approved. Yeah, yeah we, we call it expenses at will. That is a little okay. bird water thing that just hits the any key. But no, seriously, how do those, how do those meetings go? Like, I, I, I would love to know if he goes to a meeting with Chinese officials and like the Chinese officials during like coffee breaks while they're getting like donuts or those delicious bao buns. Mm. And they're like sitting around and like one of them comes up and they're just like, dude, sorry. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. We heck you guys all the time. No, I know, but it's you. We shouldn't have done that. I think we crossed up. We're real sorry. Here, do you want some coffee? Um, some nice tea? I, I just, I would love to see somebody try to apologize and be like, uh, no, so, okay. Here, seriously, here is John. Like, I, I'm just speculating. This is wild speculation. I'm not a diplomat, thank God. But here's the thing. I bet you it's like seen as a good thing that they caught it because now it's a bargaining chip. It's like, well, we already assumed they were going to try to get into this guy's email and they were going to look over his shoulder and use heat thermal imaging and Van Eck freaking to try to get all, yeah. like whatever. They're, of course, it's like if you're flying to China, you just got to assume they're going to try to get oh, in your email. Dude, there's right? a conversation that needs to be skidded up, right? Like the Chinese comes up to him and they're like, dude, we're, we're real sorry. He's like, don't worry about it. It's not a problem. And they're like, well, just out of curiosity, since it's over, I mean, how did you catch us? And then he responds, <laughs> Ben Eck freaking. Yeah, then we did it. <laughs> and Chinese, what? Yeah, Seriously, we got the though. And then like thousands of Chinese scientists are trying to figure out Van Eck freaking and Tempest standards. Yes, but it's gotta be like it's gotta be deception. I mean, I know it made news. I knew it made that news. Would be as deception being that would be awesome, right? Like it's you, gotta some, be. Then like, the ambassador in China is like, we need to go figure out what this Vanek freaking is. And they're like, what? And then some poor intern who's a millennial is like trying to figure this crap out. Like, yeah. I would love to see that. That's exactly like I'm seriously guessing that that is how it is. It's like, well, yeah, we assumed you're we gonna access it since we caught you. Now you owe us. Three flybys in the South China Sea, or I don't know how, whatever they trade. <laughs> no uh, balloons. No balloons. I'm trying so balloons. hard. What the hell is pots? I can't figure out what pots is. What does it mean? <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, that's exactly right. No balloons for a year because you read our emails that we planted right. that were right. probably false flag emails anyway. Because who's Honey going to emails. China being like, no, my email's private when I'm in China? Like, okay, right. don't delude yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to I see love the security it. detail for everybody that goes to China and comes back. It's like, just right. take your computers right over there. Yep. In yeah, the right? shredder. Just <laughs> put, straight, put them right into the shredder. Oh, oh it's using a VPN. How cute. Yeah. <laughs> let's just say diplomatic immunity doesn't apply on the internet. Because guess what? You're always home. Because nobody <laughs> on the internet knows you're a diplomat. Oh, mm. I know how to get around this. I got this. 
So if you want to prevent the Chinese from breaking into your computer system, just load it up with a bunch of Winnie the Pooh documents, like pictures of Winnie the Pooh. There's no one in China that wants to be caught with that, right? Like you got to debrief Xi Jinping and it's like, you know, oh, well, we found this document, this word document at top secret nuclear secrets. What is that in the upper right hand corner? Um, it's a cartoon character that's popular in the West, we believe. Um, is, is that is that Winnie the Pooh? It's like, yes. To the camps, to the camps. Someone you know, is someone and, is watermarking all their Robin. documents. Yeah, I was gonna say you watermark all your documents with Winnie you're the Pooh. You're watermarking everything go. with yeah with memes, and then you're like, yeah. well, I mean, sorry, I just I didn't know it was my staffer. I, I wasn't I'm, my I'm fault. tweeting that out right now. You're making an excrement. You're making an excrement. You're making excrement. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Adding excrement to the dumpster fire. Are, are we like? Do you want to go further down the weird government rabbit hole? Because do okay, I I don't. This title, this article's headline, just makes no sense to me. And I'm just going to read it verbatim, and we'll just react to it. Pentagon AI more ethical than adversaries because oh, of God. Judeo-Christian society oh, says a U.S. God. Air Force general. And by the way, this same U.S. U.S. Air Force general was not the guy that approved the drone strike on the hospital. Mm. Uh, oh. Did you oh, get that line off of a late night comedy show? No, <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. Unfortunately yes. not. I, I don't even know. Like, how can you seriously be the general of the U.S. Air Force and be like, "We're super ethical. We only we only do drone strikes on hospitals when it's ethical." I don't even. Wow. I, I can't. Like, I can't. I. It's our society. We're Judeo-Christian. What can I say? It's a, it's a I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a classic case of those who do not know their history are doomed to repeat yeah. it. Right. Whatever, whatever your beliefs are, like, our society is Judeo-Christian. And right. we have a moral compass. This is his quote. Uh, not everybody uh, does. Uh, oh my. That's <laughs> impressive. I, I, I just... There's part of me like, oh god. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there as a general question. Not trying to be yeah. mean or troll, but has he read a history book? No. If you justify an attack as Christian, does it, uh, does it count as a uh, crusade? Oh, well, oh, so are you man. saying the AI? Oh, what <laughs> if the AI's code name? The AI code name is Crusader. Topic. How do we get out of here? <laughs> no, 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 no. The AI, the, bring me the shovel. The yeah. Pentagon well, AI the is called the Crusader. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, the, pen, the Pentagon. You are a liar. You are. You are a liar. Uh, okay, can we also talk about why is there a Pentagon AI? What does it do? Like, what? Figure out how many sides are on the Pentagon. Well, like, okay. so here's the thing. There's a couple things going on here, right? One, uh, well, three things. Um, <laughs> one, uh, send all complaints to Tim at Red Siege. That's <laughs> him. He actually handles all of our complaints. He handles all of it. Um, and then, then the other one, is, the two, is if only there wasn't a series of documentary films about uh, putting AI in, in the Pentagon uh, that. Res- Result in Arnold Schwarzenegger becoming governor. It's funny because right. it's true. Uh, Isn't it? Those are historical um, archives. They are historical. They are gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna be. Um and then and then the third thing is how absolutely preposterously ridiculous this is. 
that they would think that this is going on. So this is how I want to counter this. I want the Church of Satan to get involved because whenever <laughs> stuff like this comes out, I want them to build an AI and then pit it against this AI, and then we find out that the Church of Satan AI is actually more ethical. <laughs> Okay, no, the owner of the company. No, the owner of the company going, Remember, John, we have to John, we have to piss off all the G5 nations in one podcast. One shot. Just do it all in some Russian throwing some Russian jokes. We okay, so we got US covered, we got China covered. Let's throw in some Yeah, no. All complaints. Waiting for the helicopters. Just for the (laughs) record, the poli sci major in me is just like screaming out and like, let's talk about colonialism. John, John, let's talk about imperialism and colonialism. Let's talk about the No, you can't do that. You can't do that. That was a long time ago. We were drunk and we're better now. (laughs) We were drunk when it all happened. We fixed that. We fixed that all now. I'm sorry. Because nobody got killed when Europeans found the new lands. No! (laughs) Seriously, though. Because you know that the poli sci me wants to talk about this. Okay. But, but John, I have just a thing to announce. If you work for the military and you program this AI, we have a support group for you. Come to our Discord, <laughs> anonymously complain about oh, how some general. No, if you're going to program this AI, put Deb, Deb the Deb, in charge oh, yeah. of programming it, and it'll be the nicest yeah. AI. Ever. That's <laughs> true. That's it's very the true. nicest AI you ever found. Can we, Deb, can we can name it the floppy head? Across the United States, it gets a little onesie that says ITCPIP, but mostly IP. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's AI. with a little Sir, bit of IPX, we, SPX. <laughs> Yeah. We, we put all the data. We, we put all the data into the AI, and it said to nuke ourselves. What do we do? Yeah. So, oh. John, I, I do want to remind you, though, whenever you start talking about poli sci issues, that myself, Ryan, and Ralph are in Florida, and we have no idea what you're talking about. They never educated <laughs> us on any of this stuff. Ring the alarm! <laughs> They're burning the book right. right now. I'm killing the show. We're done. Ryan, bring out the crooked finger. Mm-hmm. Burn it with fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think he fell asleep. Oh.